When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from pitchables.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 24th. And yes, of course, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PO Plus? No, what are you doing? Get out of here. This is just for PO Plus members. And don't forget, today is Tuesday. That means the Nick and Alex Baseball Show is live tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash pitchables. You can also watch it on the homepage of our pitchables site, as we will have the Twitch embed on the homepage. You just come by to pitchables. You'll see it at 10 p.m. It's awesome. You should tune in. Can't wait for that. Um, reviewing yesterday's games, uh, I led with Tyler Anderson, who went eight innings, pitched zero and runs, five hits, one zero walks, and eight strikeouts. I still see he's a Toby. Uh, I know this is kind of wild considering how good he was, and he'll have these moments when he is this. It was a 10 for 37 whiffs on his changeup, and his four-seam return at 37% CSW, and he got some whiffs on that, and the cutter was good. I mean, it all worked out really, really well. And it was a start you should have made against the Nationals anyway. Uh, but I just, I just essentially want to say, look, Tyler Anderson's going to have these moments. I want to call him Toby Anderson. Uh, he's going to have these moments. It does not mean that he's all of a sudden like a top 40 pitcher or something like that. Right? He's still kind of a Toby and he'll have rarity, you know, rare moments like this, but he's not this good. And that's all I want to say about that. JT Brubaker went against Chad Cool. Brubaker won. I chose Chad Cool for the streamer. I'm really upset about it. I thought about it the entire day. I was thinking maybe I got the wrong one because Brubaker is a little bit more of a overwhelming or uh, overall more polished repertoire. While Chad Cool, he's been good, but then the slider maybe wasn't last time, and I don't know, and I messed it up. So JT Brubaker was the better one. 6.2 innings, zero runs, five hits, two walks, and four Ks. But he didn't even have a slider. It was it was one for eleven on whiffs, and that's just not it. While the, while Cool didn't have his one either. Like, it was all, they both didn't have their slider. What? Not, not Cool. Whatever. JT Brewer Baker was good. Chad Cool went 4.1 innings, one and run five hits, four walks in one strike. How am I going to butter my bread with this? So, both of them, whatever. If you did Brewer Baker, congrats. Good job. I don't really care for either one <laughs> that much, save for rare streams. Uh, maybe JT Brubaker later this week. Uh, I believe he gets two starts for the Pirates, and the second one is the Padres as a right-hander. Way worse than this one, though. So I don't know if I'm really that much of a fan of it. Tristan McKenzie kind of... I don't know how to feel. Seven innings pitch, one run three, it's one walk, three Ks. Against the Astros with a win is a huge deal. But the approach isn't that solid. Like You watch him pitch, and he just kind of chucks it a lot. Just 19% sees up in the heaters, but he was able to get the the breakers in the zone. It doesn't feel like this calculated, constructed at bats. You know that that you know what I mean with McKenzie's just kind of there, and it makes it so that I'm less I uh, I don't know encouraged by uh, by Tristan McKenzie than I want to be. But he has performed well, and then you know he gets Detroit next, and that's good. So, all right, just keep starting Tristan McKenzie. Adrian Hauser made it work as a righty against the Padres. Six innings, one run, three hits, two walks, and four Ks. Sure, that's fine. I don't really like flipping the the, the coin with Adrian Hauser. Now, Chris Archer went four innings of one run, three hits, two walks, four Ks against the Tigers. Great. I mean, why didn't they let him keep going? I don't know. They only had him at 72 pitches, I guess. But he just doesn't do enough. This was like the good night. And okay. <laughs> Not enough. Zach Wheeler got the aces again. Ace tag again. 20 whiffs. 39% CSW. That was good for a King Cole. 
Uh, 96 to 97 mile per hour mile per, uh, mile per hour heaters. He's amazing. A slider return, 25% swing strike rate, you know. Eight whiffs on 32 throws. Sweet. David Peterson's pretty interesting. Eight over 26 whiffs on the sliders. He went six innings, two earned runs, three hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. In Oracle Park against the Giants, um, the heater was 93-94. It was pretty cool. The, uh, the, the slider was really well commanded down. Um, the question is, are you going to start him next time out against the Nationals? I think so. I think that's fine with me. I don't know if he's going to necessarily shoot up the list because of this, but, you know, we've seen him have that really good slider come in before, and then it just didn't stick around, and all of a sudden he had to do things with fastballs alone, and that isn't really something I want to buy into. But, hey, if he keeps doing good things with sliders, then obviously that's a good thing. Uh, Luis Garcia against the Guardians was pretty pedestrian. Five innings of two earned runs, five hits, two walks, and four Ks. His heater was fine. It wasn't 93.5, but it wasn't 95. It was 94. And his cutter was good. You know, it did all the things that we wanted it to do. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 kind of Toby-ish almost at this point with Luis Garcia with the hint of being a lot more. Uh, Nick Martinez returned to the rotation for the Brewers. Oh, sorry, for the Padres against the Brewers. Five innings, 200 runs, five hits, three walks, and five strikeouts. He's back in the rotation, which is great. And I could not believe that he went 106 pitches. His cutter and curveball went 0 for 26 on whiffs. That's not great. He does get the Cardinals. Maybe that works. I don't I, 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 I do think there is another level of Nick Martinez that we haven't quite seen with his stuff. I think he's a really good pitcher, but uh, it's not working right now. It's fullest, and you don't really need to invest in that. Miles Michaelis went against the Jays and survived. 6.2 innings, 300 runs, 4 hits, 2 walks, and 5 Ks. Look, that's a proper Toby on a Vargas rule. When they get the bad matchup, it's not a disastrous one. You keep riding it. He gets the Brewers next. Jordan Lyles did well against the Yankees. 6.2 innings of 300 runs, 5 hits, 2 walks, and 8 strikeouts. I don't believe this. I know. <laughs> He's on a small roll right now. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing this. Jose Barrios is the great undulator. 7Ks and 7 base runners in 6.1 innings with 300 runs. Yeah, sure, it's a little bit of a dusty donut. You want one fewer earned run, but we'll take it. We'll absolutely take that. Drew Smiley against the Reds made it work with a really, really nice curveball. But yeah, everything else is just not good enough. So you're not going to do that. Alvin Rodriguez. Who is this guy? Well, he allowed a grand slam in the first inning and then settled down a bit. So good job for him. But I don't really think there's enough there for us to, to go after the new Erod. Uh, Vladimir Gutierrez, I cannot believe he's still pitching. Zach Davis, Davies, uh, Garrett Cole went six innings, five hundred runs, seven hits, zero walks, and eleven Ks. He had one bad inning, twenty-two whiffs, earned him a gallows pull. His slider was amazing. I know it really hasn't gone his way the uh, how you want it to this year, but Garrett Cole is still fantastic, and you're gonna feel good rostering him the entire year. Uh, Michael Gonzalez had been on a Vargas rule, and he struggled against the Athletics, and it stinks. Five point one innings of five hundred runs. You probably want to move on because he gets the Astros next. Tucker Davidson is going for Atlanta these days, and you got the Phillies, and it wasn't very good. I hope Strider can start. You want to die when 4.2 innings of 600 runs, and no thanks. Zach Logue, no thank you. Any sort of hype we had before, I think, should go away. Zach Granke, 3.2 innings of 700 runs against the Diamondbacks, and yeah, I don't want this. Um, but Alex Cobb, 6 innings, 600 runs, 10 at 0 walks, and 7 Ks. You're not 5 in 1 inning. And this was the most ridiculous inning. I watched it with Twitch this morning, and it wasn't a polished, you know, uh, long video. It was, ah, uh, man, that was that, that was bad. That was just so unfortunate. First batter, no problem. 
Got got it done. Strikeout. Easy. Okay. Second batter through three three straight splitters and didn't make an adjustment. Didn't adjust to to what he needed to do. Right. And uh, then threw a a, uh, a pitch that was able to hit, and that was that. I uh, got a man on base, then got a second out, and things were looking okay. Infield single, infield single. The worst double that was an error by Darren Ruff that was on the line. I thought it was a foul ball, but somehow it wasn't. And then a three-run shot from P. Alonso on a first-pitch curveball because that's what Cobb does, and props to P. Alonso for being ready for that one. But everything, I mean, like, he was studly otherwise. <laughs> you know, those were, <clears throat> those came up as five hits. I, but, I mean, I mean, outside of that inning, it was five innings of one earned run, uh, five hits, zero walks, and six Ks, right? I just want to, you know, Alex Cobb, I understand, is, is a very hot topic of how bad is he, but I think, honestly, it, you think he's really good. He's had some tough matchups and things haven't gone his way, and he's good. Uh, so I would stick around with them, especially with the Reds next. Uh, looking forward to today. Corbin Burns, Kevin Gaussman, Shane McClanahan, Walker Buehler, Zach Gallen, Pablo Lopez, Max Freed, Chris Bassett, Dylan Sees, Logan Webb. You know you're going to start all of these and you don't need me. Probably starts here. Framber Valdez and Marcus Stroman both get good matchups, Guardians and Reds. George Kirby against the Athletics is great. I'm going with that. Jordan Montgomery against the Orioles should be good. Sonny Gray against the Tigers should be good. Noah Syndergaard, that's probably going to make a lot of people hesitant. I would do it against the Rangers. I would let him fly. I know it was one bad inning. He didn't even get through last time out, but whatever. That was just... You can't judge a guy in one inning. Uh, Tyler Molly against the Cubs, sure. I I think it's okay, even though it's at home. I think he still do it. And Blake Snell should be better than his last start with more fastballs for strikes as he hosts uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. And the question will start to you. The stream of the day is Cal Freeland as he hosts Rocky Road. Uh, actually doesn't host it. He is he is Rocky Road. He's in Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. Um, Nick Pavetta could be doing his his amazing thing. It's been three good starts in a row now. And he gets the White Sox who are bad against righties. Maybe that works. Uh, Kyle Gibson against Atlanta. Sure, he's a Toby, and the and the Braves are worse against righties. James Capillion against the Mariners. Ronzi Contreras is making his debut. I'm very excited about that. And a major answer to the question, what do we do with Ronzi Contreras? Feel free to pick him up for this. I generally don't like starting guys where I don't have as much information as I normally do. Essentially, I just haven't seen Ronzi Contreras save that one start last year. And when I watched it last year, I thought, oh, cool, he throws hard. And man, when that breaker works, it's great. But it's inconsistent. And I don't know where he's at now. So I don't like going in blind. Keep in mind, it is Rocky Road, and it could work out, but he gets the Dodgers next. So there are multiple outcomes of this. It's just really bad. It makes it easy for the to say no to the Dodgers. It's fine, and you're saying no to the Dodgers. Or it's really amazing that you think, oh, it's worth it, and maybe even take a chance against the Dodgers. Or at least if it's not the Dodgers, I feel like I've got such a good thing that I need to stash past it, right? The chances of that third one, I think, are reasonably low. Like, I don't think it's... Like 50-50, that that's the feeling, right? So I guess I'm more hesitant to uh, to grab Ronzi because of it, but I'm always a guy that's like, look, there is a chance for someone to do something amazing and be a, the, the guy, and I think you have to put yourself in those opportunities as much as possible, right? Give yourself those chances as much as you can. Uh, and then there's Dean Dunning, who actually has had command over his four, four of his last five starts against the Angels, so that maybe could work out too. Uh, you have, you have, uh, John Hazley, you have Bruce Zimmerman, Josiah Gray, Zach Plesak, Jordan Hickson, Bo Brisky as well. 
I don't want to start all of this. Zerman gets the Yankees. Josiah Gray gets the Dodgers. Please like against the Astros, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Looking forward to Wednesday and Thursday because that's what we do on Tuesdays. We look forward to the short middle of the week, and on Thursday we cover the weekend. Uh, going by team on Wednesday, Tyler Wells against the Yanks. No. Rich Hill against the White Sox. Actually, you know what? I have this already done on the streaming article. I'm just going to go through that. So tomorrow's, it's Robbie Ray, Julio Urias, Lucas Giolito, Darvish, Castillo, and Rasmussen in that top tier. Rasmussen is a weird one against the Marlins, but honestly, he's just been doing great. And he had a slider and cutter last time, so I think you should feel good about it. Hopefully, that slider and cutter are there. If they're not, they're still he's still fine. Probably starts here is Christian Javier and Charlie Morin. Javier against the Guardians. Could work out really well. He just had an amazing strikeout game, but it was after that seven run game against the Nationals. I don't know if the four seamer is going to perform as well as it did last time. I'd probably say it won't. And the breakers weren't there. So there is still that chance of, oh, hey, your fastball's worse and your breakers aren't better. And that could still be bad, but I'm going to start him. Um, Charlie Morton against the Phillies. I know it hasn't been the Charlie Morton parade um, that we wanted it to be lately, but. I like to think that he's past his early struggles and that you should be starting Charlie Morton moving forward. And the questionable starts here tomorrow. Man, I really do not like the guys here. Okay, Paul Blackburn is a Toby. He goes against the Mariners. Fine. Uh, J.P. Sears is starting for the Yankees because they have the doubleheader over the weekend. Luis Seale has Tommy John, so Dummy Herman isn't ready. Sears is the next one up. Uh, he has 21 strikeouts in his last three games, and that could work against the Orioles. I really just don't want to stream anyone else. That's the reason why he's a streaming pick, and I can understand it working against the Orioles here. Otherwise, I wouldn't really be doing this. Uh, Aaron Ashby against the Padres is not a fun one because it's a lefty against the Padres. And I just don't really know what Ashby's going to bring to the table in his first real start as he's a member of the rotation moving forward. I would pick up Aaron Ashby. I don't think you need to pick him up for this, though. I think it's not going to go so well that people are going to be running to the wire. And then you can probably pick him up after this. That's what I'm doing in one league. I'm playing chicken in that way. It might be the wrong thing to do. Uh, but that's how I feel because Padres are good against lefties. And Aaron Ashby hasn't been defiantly like, I am the greatest, as he was last year a bit. Kel Hendricks is a cherry bomb, and it doesn't matter about opponent. He did well poorly against the, the Diamondbacks yes, last week. It was in Chicago. The wind was going out, so okay, it's in Cincinnati this time, but that's also Cincinnati. So, whatever. Uh, Reed Demers doesn't have a slider. It could work out like he threw no hitter as a stream before. Uh, this is against the Rangers, so maybe that works out again. And Cal Quantrill is a Toby against the, the Astros. Generally, it's a no, but he hasn't been bad yet, and he's done decently well against tough opponents already. So, I don't know. It's a coin flip. And the do not start tier. Ranger Suarez against Atlanta is a no. He, he does not have his changeup, and Atlanta is good against lefties. Jacob Junis against the Mets. Uh, he does not have a slider, so I'm not a fan of that. Um, at least he didn't last start, and his changeup is nothing now. Um, Rich Hill, Zach Thompson. Zach Thompson doesn't have his curveball, even though it's Rocky Road. Like, just with cutter fastball, I'm not going to trust it. Rich Hill against the White Sox. They're good against the lefties, and Rich Hill was bad last time. Uh, Glenn Otto, Dylan Bundy, Tyler Wells, don't trust the feds. Ryan Feltner, Cody Petit, Thomas Saputsky, and Joey Wentz. No, thank you. For Thursday, for Thursday, it's interesting. We have some off days on Wednesday for some reason. We rarely see that. Uh, but Thursday... Uh, Michael Walker against the White Sox, no thanks. Nestor Cortez against the Rays, that's an auto start. Ryan Yarbrough against the, the Yanks, no thanks. Shenzhen Ryu against the Angels is a questionable start. He's the Toby. Angels are good. Dallas Keiko doesn't matter, no. Uh, Aaron Savali against the, the Tigers. If he's making that start, I'm that's a high on, on question. It might be my streamer of the day, considering the curveball and cutter looked really good last time out before he left the game. Uh, Tarek Skubal is an auto start against the Guardians on the other side of it. Nice repeat matchup there. 
Uh, Daniel Lynch against the Twins is a no. Uh, Joe Ryan against the Royals is an auto start. Shohei Otani against the Jays is an auto start. I don't care if it's the Jays. It's Shohei Otani. Just throw the slider a lot, please. Okay, thanks. Frankie Montes against the Rangers. Auto start. I think he's fine with his finger. That's very good to hear. Martin Perez is on a wonderful Vargas rule. It's a probable start against the Athletics. Uh, Kyle Wright against the Phillies is an auto start. Aaron Nola against the uh, uh, against Atlanta as a righty, too, is an auto start. Corbin hosting Rocky Road. I don't care. It is a bench. Justin Justin Steele against the Reds. Ah, um, questionable start. I know he just did 10 strikeouts and stuff, but it'll be at the top of questionable. It's not a probable. I, I don't really buy this. It's in Cincinnati, too. Not great. Hunter Green on the other side of it is more beneficial to me. He's also going to be a questionable start. He's going slider fastball. There's part of me that wants to lean into probable, but no. Um, he's leading slider fastball more. He's actually looking like Waskri No in the way that he's favoring more sliders than fastballs. And that's good when you can surprise him with 98 and 100 um, with your heater. And if you can throw strikes with sliders, Hunter Green can do really good things. Eric Lauer against the Cardinals is an auto start. Adam Wainwright on the other side of that is a probably start, probable start against the Brewers. Humberto Castellanos against the Dodgers, no thanks. Herman Marquez, never. And Ryan Papillo against the Diamondbacks is a very sneaky, deep NL stream. But no, that's a, that's a do not start from me. But all right, that's going to do it for today. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> now that's it for today. Uh, enjoy the Navs podcast tonight. Uh, but that's it. So my name is Nick Pollock. I'm here at Babbitt's Below. And your strikeouts high.